Today's episode of Tyson Tate is brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. On today's emergency episode of Titus mm. and Tate, Tate, tell him, tell him. Ding dong, Let America, ding dong, the witch is dead. He is finally stepping away. We did not know when this day would come. Oh, wait, yes, we did. You scooped yes. this. You yes. broke this news, and I don't understand why the news is breaking now. Tate, Tate said this is going to happen April 26th, released mm. the tapes. We did. We, we showed the people. Um, I, I tweeted out the video. I said, look, I mean, my God, look, look, the tapes have been released. Tate said this April 26th. Mm. I laughed. I, I thought that would be pretty crazy. Everybody uh, in the studio, by the way, at Fox, we were, we were, you know, in there when I said it, you know, I, I revealed my sources. The room laughed harder when I gave them the sources. Yep. And here we are. We're, we'll we'll go through that. We'll go through <laughs> your emotions uh, seeing Coach Mike Krzyzewski wow. of the Duke Blue wow. Devils has announced officially that this will be his final year yes. of an, a, assuming the farewell tour mm. goes as planned. If there's hiccups, maybe he'll run it back for another year. But Mike Krzyzewski is done, Tate. Yes. This is it. He's going to retire. And uh, we're going to talk about it. But first. Ding dong. All right, I'm going to pump Tate's tires for him out of the gate here before, uh, because I don't want to put you in a position where you have to pat yourself on the back. So I'm going to pat No one likes that ever. Because, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's an awkward thing. And uh, I, I sh- should say that um, I played a role in you breaking the news and that I poured water on your fire. Yes. And like I, I did a very poor sell job um, when I went back and listened to the podcast <laughs> from April 26th. Uh, I was I was stunned. I was blown away. You said like this is going to happen, and I was laughing. But uh, what I didn't do a good job of was was highlighting that this was not a a bullshit theory mm. you were pulling out of your ass. I think that that is important to note because I vividly remember uh, the whole reason we talked about that. This was not in our plan to talk about this uh, when we did the show April twenty sixth. Yeah. You can go back and yeah. listen to it. Uh, where where Tate lays out his Coach K power rankings and and says basically what's going to happen. Mm or what has happened today um, is going to happen. Uh, you, you show up to record the show and you're just, you're beaming. You're grinning from ear to ear. And I'm like, what the hell's gotten into you? And you're like, I just, I just got off the phone <laughs> and you're smiling. And I'm like, yeah, okay. You're going to tell me. And he's like, it's done. And I was like, what's done? <laughs> yeah. You're like, you're like, Kay's retired. And I was yes. like, oh God, here we go. And I rolled my eyes because, uh, you know, if, if we're being honest with ourselves, Tate, you getting information that Kay is doing literally anything bad or like <laughs> it, it, anything we positive need a in second your world. Source, yes. It, yeah. It we're going to need a second source. Cause yeah, I, it does. It does. My, my <laughs> father could text you that, that he saw coach K do it and just completely make something up and you would, you would get so excited. Yes, about I think that. I would just, just say thank you true. for your service, coach Titus. <laughs> yes. And I, my fear was coming off the heels of my Brad Stevens to IU. Saga, oh yes. You were trying maybe, to protect which me. Maybe, yeah. maybe we could talk about Stevens later. I don't know. This is, it's not as interesting as K obviously. Um, my my i was trying to protect you i was like t i don't want to have happened to you what happened to me which is uh i i had sources as well 
Um, I I believed just as hard as you believed. <laughs> I wanted it just as badly as you wanted it, Tate. But I, it was a big swing and a miss on my end, buddy. I don't want this to happen to yeah. you. But to your credit, you're like, I'm not saying I think this is going to happen. I'm not saying uh, that, that I want this to happen. I'm saying this is going to happen. I'm saying I talked to someone who knows. Mm-hmm. And they told me this is going to happen. And you said it, as a matter of fact, on the show. And even then, I heard you lay out the case. I heard you say it was going to happen. And I laughed, not because, you know, listen, Coach K is 74 years yeah. old. That part's not it shocking. It makes sense. The idea, the idea of him wanting a farewell tour, if you know anything about the man, not shocking. Mm-hmm. It was more of just the confidence of which you said it. It was more the timing of it that it was like Roy had just retired. And in my mind, K would, would not piggyback that so quickly and maybe like yeah Kay's gonna retire but maybe it's like next year the year after he'll announce the farewell tour I didn't think it would be right in the wake of I I thought he would enjoy a post Roy world Mm -hmm. for a little bit longer you know that that finally Roy's gone now I can just um, Hubert Davis is barbecue chicken he's just looking down at that bench he's like this guy doesn't know shit about the ACC Mm -hmm. I'm gonna run circles around him Um, I thought I thought he would enjoy a couple years of that not the case. You were right all along, and I just wanted to say out of the gate that Tate, Tate, this was not a theory. This was not a harebrained theory. Yeah. Tate showed up that day, April twenty sixth, broke the news right to my face, and I laughed at you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, look, the 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 laughter was great. It was one of those moments in time. First and foremost, thank you, thank you for going out on the front lines for me. I uh, Jeff Goodman was the one who officially scooped this story. Uh, I yep. saw a lot of people giving credit to shout out to Brendan Marks who covers the Duke basketball team. He's a beat reporter. A lot of people giving him the kudos. Nobody wants to give the podcaster the big J no. first scoop, no. you know, tip of the cap. We understand that. But again, Titus, I am a big J by definition, by my, yep. you know, schooling, by, your degree. by my degree. That's what it says. I mean, I can't, I wish I could change it for you. I, but unfortunately the J is there. Is is the J capitalized? It is, on it the is so capitalized, it is, and, and it's actually a BJ because it's broadcast journalism, and that's why you're listening to me right now. Uh, <laughs> I have a degree in BJs. <laughs> yes, yes. My uh, my thing that I said when I graduated was journalism, broadcast journalism, like James Bond, and uh, yeah, oh. they were like, "No, no, sir, get out of here, please, <laughs> please." <laughs> no one's laughing. Move on. But little do they know, Titus, that in the future I would break Coach K's yeah. final days, and uh, and it's one of those things where yes, you were right. I got a phone call from someone who was well-sourced, uh, not from Duke. I know a lot of people were saying, who would it, who was it on the Duke staff? Was it Nolan Smith? Is he no, it was. It was John Shire. You're right. It was John it, it Shire. Was John, John Shire you. called John me. John Shire called me. And he told me, I am <laughs> I am the successor. Update the rankings. Uh, yeah, but that was the, the, call. the call was great. Um, and I, I will say, beyond the call, though, the reason why I was so adamant and I was so... Uh, you know, like you said, brash about this prediction where there was no hedging, there was none of this other stuff, was because, to put it in Star Wars terms, I felt a disturbance in the Force. Mm-hmm. You, you, you see what I'm saying? And at the end of the mm-hmm. day in college basketball, there's only one Darth Vader, and his name is Mike Krzyzewski. <laughs> and he is, you know, as a Jedi, he is the thing that we have been all trying to stop. He is the reason I am here. He's the reason that I am a mouthpiece for North Carolina basketball because Darth Vader was ruining the universe. He he was. You're not kidding, by the way. I want to I want to point out you are not kidding at all. That if if <laughs> if Duke if if Mike Shashevsky retired in 2006, say, mm-hmm. I don't think you're working. I, I, don't, I don't think, think you're I'm doing here a right basketball now. podcast. No. I don't think you're. I think you're like living in, in Henderson or Char- You're living in yeah. Charlotte, like selling insurance or something. Probably that's my cousin Matt does that. Shout out to my cousin Matt. So like yeah. that could be me. Yeah. Uh, in general, Coach K has given me so much 
of a driven force of evil, right? Like to have good, you need evil. To have success, you need an opposition nine times out of ten. So for me, my entire life has been looking at Darth Vader and, you know, the Sith Lords themselves sitting over there. And I have been watching and I have been waiting patiently to see how this will play out. And the reason why it's so perfect is because when Roy Williams decided to retire, like you said... He took center stage. We're all remembering, you know, the three national championships. You know, this guy is, you know, one of the winningest coaches we'll ever see in college basketball. Coach K's watching all this. Coach K wanted his mm-hmm. flowers, as I said, on April 26th. Mm-hmm. He wants to sniff every single flower that is in his face. He will find more flowers if they're not there. He's going to go to Chapel Hill and try to get some flowers thrown at him. But the disturbance mm-hmm. in the force came when Coach K realized that he had to do this sooner rather than later. Nike said, the game is changing. It's time to do it now. And if you want to be Derek Mm -hmm. Jeter, if you want to be the guy that we all talk about and we're going to hang banners and we're going to give you plaques and we're going to do all this stuff, it's got to be now. You're going to have your first tournament with Army coming. Uh, It it was all very, you know, this was all leading to Coach K's final, final stake. And what it really leads us to, Mark Titus, is a final run to top John Wooden. Yes, you heard it here first. Coach K is going for number six. He is going for the mm-hmm. sixth national championship Jordan. Jordan. to put up his six. So he is the Michael Jordan of Duke. Yes. And to also do exactly what John Wooden did because John Wooden in 1975, we all remember, won the national championship and then walked away from the game of basketball. Yep. If Coach K is able to do that, then yes, he, in his opinion, will be in the same way LeBron would say that when he you know leaves the game, he is the GOAT. That's what, that is what Coach K will say. And if you have a window, a transfer portal, so to speak, that's still open, still with a lot of quality players, let's say, and they know Mm -hmm. that this coach is one year trying to win a title, I think that they're going to put on the full-on press. Duke has has taken center stage, and I know Carolina fans at home, you don't want to hear this, but it's good, folks. It's good because this is going to be the 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 final act of a, a master you know what i mean and 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 a guy who is literally darth vader when when he leaves <laughs> the game i'm not sure it'll feel the same you know what i'm saying like yeah. the galaxy will be different and you watch star wars when you watch the new episodes you know the force awakens all this sort of stuff you feel like you miss it and then you go see rogue one and they give you like two minutes of darth vader and you feel something again you're alive again <laughs> And I will miss Coach K bringing me to life and, and bringing that real evil that I need to feel good. And, so you're uh, saying it's going to be you're saying yeah. this is this is a bittersweet moment. It is a you. bittersweet. It sounds like it sounds like you're not like dancing. You're not ready to dance on his grave. I, you're you're I, almost. I'm not dancing on the grave. Is, is Coach K going to get a standing ovation in the Dean Dome? No. No, because it sounds like that's what like if you're no, if, if, ta- no, if Tate Frazier no. isn't wipe, celebrated. Wipe, this. wipe that wipe that clean. Coach K, I mean, Coach K, one one of the reasons I respect the man is because he did not farewell tour last year. Obviously, he he wants the fans yeah, there. He he wants yep. the fans. He wants Roy Williams there. He wants us to cheer for him. He wants us to give him a plaque and say, you know, you you and Dean were friends, and you and Roy were friends, and you know, this is a respect uh, and a rivalry, the greatest rivalry of all time. That's what he wants. And I think we agree to that, Mark Titus. I do. Yeah. I think we agree to that. I think we say that's what we'll do. And as soon as the spotlight comes down center court, we all boo him. 
You know what I mean? Like we, I, we, God, imme I hope we so. immediately that would pivot. Be... You know what I'm saying? And then he's thrown off because now he's like, wait a second, I I am only here for the flowers. Why are they throwing tomatoes yeah. at me? Uh, yeah. Time out. Uh, he's looking at TV Teddy. He's like, tee him up. Technical foul. Teddy's like, I can't do anything. This is my last year as well, coach. I'm, I have I have yeah. the next piece. <laughs> and. You know, Teddy V announces a farewell I, I will tour. Be at, I, I'll say this. I guarantee I will be at the game when Coach K comes to the Dean Dome this year. I will be in the building and I will boo. And I and I and and I will boo out of respect. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like there, there's, there will be so much respect in the boo. You're so right, dude. You're so right. Like it's it's it, the most disrespectful thing you could possibly do. I think if you're a North Carolina fan is cheer for Coach yes. K. It's like don't don't pretend don't insult the guy and pretend like you like the guy no. or you even I don't even think you respect him to be honest with you I think I think the only reason you and other Carolina fans that will say you respect Coach Gay is because you feel like you have to say mm. that publicly because <laughs> uh, people if you don't people will be like you're just bitter because you know he's won five national titles and this that and the other yeah. and I think really deep down you're like actually when I think about it I don't respect mm. him I don't like him I'm going to mm. boo the hell out of mm. him and. uh be gone with you, Darth Vader. I mean, <laughs> I hope that I'm, I'm coming with you, by the yeah, way. Yeah, come. I'm coming please. to the game in Chapel yes. Hill. Well, I am going to boo as well because I. Will, will you I boo with me? K That's with, the question. You're, I will. Okay. I, don't, I don't hate Coach K with one one hundredth of the passion no. that you do. But what I do love is the idea of Coach K going to Chapel yes. Hill and like every, every stop along his farewell tour. He has gotten some sort of standing ovation. They're, they're bringing him gifts, you know, like that don't make any yes. sense, but are frankincense and myrrh you know, for Coach K. Yeah, yeah, they're just like walking it out to half court every stop, and it's like, what the hell is going on? Uh, and then he shows up to Chapel Hill, kind of expects the same thing. Yeah. He expects like Roy to do something. Roy doesn't even go. <laughs> That's that, and then the fans boo him, and that would be the coolest thing ever. And I, I assume that is not going. I wait. Is is was the last game? Was the Duke Carolina game this year? To close the season at Chapel Hill, yeah, yeah, or was yeah. It? oh, so this so this coming season it's going to be in Cameron, mm -hmm. but that'll be that but that'll be Hubert Davis's like he could be Coach K his last time in Cameron, yeah, Indiana, that would be so that could be something that he holds over his head forever. Um, I will yeah. say there's a chance, and I saw you know, someone tweeted this that uh, the B ACC Big Ten Challenge should be at Maryland uh, this year. So Coach oh, K, that would be uh, awesome. goes back yes. to Maryland. I think that would be nice. Th there's a chance that this farewell tour. I always wondered this with Jeter because I mean I love Jeter, um, you know. As I don't tell people I'm a Yankees fan, but I was a Yankees fan, you know, at, at the time with Derek Jeter. So like I expected him to get some booze, and there were some places he obviously did. I think Kay will have some of that, you know, as a as shocking oh, as shocking yeah. as it may be for some people to to believe that college fans and fans in general, they will probably some places will boo him. I will be interested interested to see how he handles that because I do think that he expects like a reverence to be everywhere, especially yes. in North Carolina. He expects North Carolina to roll out the red carpet. Oh, state state's booing. State him. is booing him. State's so, definitely uh, booing. Him. And that's the thing, like right? Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is it's state if, state fans, if you're Pack Pride, if you're yeah, listening. Boo this man. For the love of God. Boo this man. Yes, please. Yes. And, please. And the best part about it is that Coach K will go to the press conference and say, Jimmy V, Jimmy V is one of my closest, closest yeah. friends. And if he saw this, huh Huh. Like he'll be all fired up over that. So like that. Are are you worried? Are you worried he's going to Kyrie this situation? And get ahead of it preemptively. Get ahead yeah. of it. All he's going like, to get try. Ahead of he's going to try. That's for sure. Carolina and state, and if they do play Maryland, 
uh, who, what is the, what is the fan base that Virginia Tech will I'm trying to think of like, I'm trying to think of like who will give him a standing O and, and give him love. The, the best program that he'll get love is it Virginia. Syracuse. Syracuse? Yeah, because Syrac- yeah, Syracuse hasn't Bay- been in the Bay- ACC. Bayheim will long. make sure yeah. that the crowd, like if the crowd doesn't do that, Jim Bayheim will go out and personally fight and throw and that personally fan out. grab the microphone yes. Yes. and say like, yes. hey, hey, what are hey, we doing? settle down in 405. Settle so, down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you're like a principal. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then the mic's still on and he turns to Kate. He's like, you better do the same shit when I yeah. retire. Like, Big it's, facts. It's still a hot mic <laughs> reverberating throughout the carrier. Drops the mic. Buddy Bayheim's like, good job, dad. Uh, yeah, Kate, I mean, the whole... I, he doesn't really like he's he's sort of like LeBron in that sense where like he is great with the media but he's also not great with the media if that makes any sense with Coach K yeah but like he knows what the right line is like he knows what he's supposed to say which is you know he he knows he's great with the media uh, in back channels behind closed doors yeah, at, yes at, at pulling the strings of the media when you get in front of the camera he's not always the best he knows what the right thing the to right say thing is or... but like you can get to him and he can snap yeah. I mean even the Dylan Brooks yes. moment is like a perfect example of like he's on national TV and he kind of snapped and then he tried to walk it back what about the uh, <laughs> what's what's your major what's your major what's your, what's your major <laughs> amazing how many times will we hear amazing uh, that is the amazing. other that should be a, an over under for the season with coach K when he gets the gifts you know when he says they're amazing uh, we're gonna hear a lot of that oh, uh, he's gonna get booed by 85% of the crowd and like the 15% that's clapping he's gonna be like they were his so clapping that that's were, my favorite were, yeah. clapping. he claps at the bottom of his hands he doesn't even let his hands at the top like, yeah it's 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 gonna be a show it's really it's really gonna be a show it's gonna be a treat i i saw i I, there were a couple people that reached out to me and said uh this is this is obviously great for now um that and and, and certainly great for the show that tate called this Mm. uh didn't call this broke the news i I gotta change how i say that like you you, this was not a prediction you were you were literally breaking the news and no one took you seriously i did forget to say that this was sourced that that's on me as a big j journalist i I was just too excited because in, in reality, it felt so good because it felt real to me that day. Like today, I'm not yeah. even that shocked. Like when, when I found out the news, like I, I was no, behind dude, that's the what I, I kind of wasn't. I, I we, we've talked about it since then. That I, yeah. I remember how I remember you walking into the studio, and like I said, you just had this big smile, and it wasn't even. You weren't even excited. You were just mm-hmm. like you were peacefully content and smiling, and that's that. That's what made me think that there's something real to it because it wasn't like. Uh, you didn't have the hysteria yeah. that maybe I had. Maybe that maybe that was the sign all along. Like I had the hysteria with Stevens to IU, and I'd come in, I'd be like, Tate, I'm here and yeah. stuff. Here's what yeah, I'm hearing. Yeah, yeah, you were Charlie you were Day. Calm, cool. You were piecing it together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you were calm, cool, collected, just like got a phone call. Yeah, and that's all. Well, I'm the, say. Be- the reason, was, I mean, the best part about the source was like, they were like, oh no, you know, because they realized that they gave me the goods, and then they were like, wait a second, <laughs> you can't say that. And I was like, too late, buddy. Uh, uh, Coach K uh, to the moon. He's going to take a farewell tour. Uh, so yeah. I, I had people reach out and say that this is, this is great for short-term content for you guys. Mm. Like th- this show is obviously going to be a lot of fun. Um, but moving forward, isn't this, isn't this horrible? Cause like what you talked about your whole life, you've needed Darth Vader. Yeah. Uh, now, now Darth Vader is going to be gone. John Shire is, it, it appears, or it's official, right? Yeah. That John Shire is going to take his place, uh, which we can talk about here in a little bit. Um, that is that is that not, is mind blowing. That that is mind blowing. I mean, we, it's we, we, mind blowing. But I want yeah, I want to talk, we'll talk about, about that. Later, yeah. We'll yeah, t- yeah. talk about talk about Shire later. <laughs> what I want to like Shire doesn't obviously carry one iota of the cachet of K and and there's now going to be a, a power void obviously in in terms of the uh, power structure of college basketball, but there's also a content void mm. is what people are worried about with us because we are content guys. 
We cheer for the content. Coach K is a content goldmine. Uh, for the longest time, Kentucky, Duke were the two that if, if you don't have anything to talk about, just Google what the hell's going on with yep, those programs, and, and there's going to be something. Now Gonzaga has entered the mix, I think, but um, are we worried about that? And to that point, I say... I don't think so. I think I think this is I think the farewell tour tour is going to be great mm-hmm. content, and I think the chaos of the power vacuum. Wow. The the, the vacuum that cre- that is going to be created by Coach K leaving, and and I, he's not the last one, by the way. I don't want to point out the obvious. Jim Beheim is old. Mm. Tom Izzo is mm. old. Leonard Hamilton is old. Jim Laranega is old, which those guys aren't you know on that caliber of, but they're still old. Bob Huggins is old. Yep. There there are a lot of old coaches that have a ton of cachet. I think the vacuum that will exist in college basketball when all these guys leave is actually great for content mm. because you're going to see the Will Wade types. You're going to see Sean Miller like knocking at the door, trying to like claw his way yes. back in and, and figure it out. <laughs> and that is going to be absolutely horrible for the sport at large. <laughs> for anybody with any sort of like moral compass, yes. it's going to be awful. Mm. For you and I who have to talk about it and make light of all this, it's going to be the greatest thing ever, right? Isn't this a good thing? It is literally going to be the wild, wild west. And uh, Will Wade, as we know, he loves to wade in those waters and he loves to thrive in those places. And in general, I think you make a great point because Coach K is the, you know, when people have to have an answer for college basketball, when they need someone to speak for the entire sport, they go to Coach K. They say, Coach, what what should we do? And he says, "Should we you. be playing in the? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Should we be playing in the pandemic, Coach?" And he's like, uh, "Did we win the last game? Then yes, we should be playing. Yes, did we lose? No. Then no, we should not. Absolutely, be absolutely. I, I, um, I also found a pattern uh, in Coach K's. Like there, there's these points in his career. So he comes to Duke in 1980. Uh, we all know the story. You know that he was nine and 17 at Army." Uh, Duke was obviously not a winning program by any means. They were at a time with Vic Bubis, uh, for the people, Vic Bubis, <laughs> for the people that know Vic Bubis, uh, you remember Bub- the good days uh, of, uh, <laughs> of Duke basketball, but K in 1984, he had a 500 year in the ACC. That was like a pinnacle point. That's when he gets, you know, Danny Ferry and Tommy Amaker, all those guys coming in that class. And then. He gets yep. back up in 1995, 1996, peak that the whole situation. He also goes 500 in the ACC. That was another pitch point. Then he gets Elton Brand, Corey Maggette, those guys that come in, 1999. We all know that. And then in 2006, 2007, he goes 500 in the ACC. Again, Roy Williams yep. wins in 2005. Tyler Hansbrough owns Cameron Indoor during this window in time. He has another pitch point, but then he flips. He gets Kyrie. He goes one and done. He, he extends the period again. And then this past year, he goes 500 in the ACC. I think it was another like, do I do I flip the switch again? As we were joking on the last yeah. episode, can Coach K can he flip that switch? Flip the switch. And I think this time around, I think you know you flip the switch three times. You've got five national championships. You're the winningest coach uh, in college basketball history. You're going to leave as the greatest of all time. Why do I need to flip the switch? Mm-hmm. He didn't need to. He just wanted to flip a different switch, which is the media brand switch. And I think that's what. He's even learned probably from these kids. You know, people are like, what are these 18-year-olds teaching Coach K? They're teaching him brand plays. And I think this is a brand yep. play, and you get the full run. And he goes down after a whole year of people jerking off to him. He's going to be rever- revered as the GOAT. And if they actually do something in the tournament next year, get ready, folks, because oh. the takes are going to be out of yeah. this world. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's it's, it's kind of like what we talked about with Roy, too, where because uh, I do think that – do you think Roy – retiring and K retiring at the same, even though K's got one more year, but the announcements are happening pretty much 
at the same time, more or less. Um, do you think Roy retiring had any impact on K? Do you think, uh, or do you think it's just a coincidence, or do you think it's not a coincidence, but it's more both of these? Because this is what I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think both of these guys looked at the landscape of college basketball, and as you said, because uh, we talked about this with the with the show we did when Roy retired, that it's not that there's so much change coming in college basketball as we mm-hmm. know. It, it is it is for God's sakes when when Mike Shashevsky took over at Duke, there was no three point line and there was no shot clock. Yeah. That's that gives you the context. Everyone says 1980, and, and, but what does 1980 look like? And the dunk like? just came back. Like the dunk had been banned. And the dunk just yeah, came back. Exactly. That was the sport he, he. I mean, he was already the coach at Army. So like the, the, the sport he steps into looks like that. Yeah. And there's no massive TV contracts. The Big East had kind of just started. I think they signed some with ESPN, but it wasn't what it. It wasn't you know there was not there weren't huge shoe deals. There yeah. weren't the, it, it, the, the job that he stepped into at Duke does not even kind of resemble the job that he currently has at Duke. It is it is just a polar opposite deal that as all of these changes have happened, and you mentioned like the points in time where he has to kind of pivot and readjust, um, the changes in my mind, and I'm saying this as a guy who's 33 years old, I'm not 74 like Coach K, but it feels like the changes that are happening now are happening more frequently and and faster and and they're coming like the 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 one and done era was implemented into college basketball and and people had to adjust to Mm -hmm. that you had to adjust to like now all of a sudden all this talent that's usually not available is going to have to come here and it's it's available to be recruited but also it's going to leave after a year so now we have to figure out like what does that look like how many of these guys do we want to take and go after and all that and the one and done era started to like settle in. It took a little bit of time. I mean, in 07 was the first year, uh, 2012, Kentucky wins the title, 2015 Duke wins the title, but it feels like people still talk about the one and done era as though it's, it's kind of newish mm-hmm. and it's not really the newish, but like there's still like an aura around it of like the one and done era is kind of a new thing. And it's, it's not, it's been around for a while. It's just that like, recently it feels like people started to figure it out like it, the 2015 you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. that it took you, you had you had a long window is what i'm yeah, saying of course. from 07 to like 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 in 2012 when 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 cal won with one and done guys it was kind of shocking it was like oh my yeah, god it was, it was a watershed moment to say like you yes. can play this game and win you can play this so uh but my point was like the runway on the one and done era was long. Yep. You had a lot of years to kind of figure it out. Duke does the pivot, Kyrie Irving, and and they start going down that road. Twenty fifteen, it all clicks, and they win a title. And but they had a lot of time. I feel like now the landscape we're in, the transfer portal has, in the snap of a finger, changed everything. Just changed everything. Yep. The G League, the overtime league, the, all these leagues that we mock and are, are they're obviously all going to fold. They're not even sort of interesting to anybody to literally anybody except like people on twitter that want to jerk off at the thought of college basketball dying but they are they do exist and they are like a new barrier a new change and they have a new, money so money money changes and they have things, money yeah. so that changes the dynamic um that and that came about very quickly very quickly suddenly overnight like these these leagues have popped up and you have to deal with that uh name image likeness is coming andy katz told us it's definitely coming uh what is it supposed to be it's supposed to be july yeah, 1st it might july be this 1st, off season yeah. Um, and, and that's coming quickly and who knows what that's going to look like. And I do think that, that Roy, that K, that maybe these other guys, cause we've talked off air about like a handful of other guys, like Izzo's the one that comes to mind. I have, I have no sources whatsoever on what Izzo's going to do, but like just knowing Tom Izzo and listening to him talking press conferences, 
I'm putting him very high up on the next yeah, list. Yeah, he's of guys. definitely it's no, like, he's definitely he and Bayheim are fighting to see who's next. But Bayheim, just throw his hands up. <laughs> yeah. Wake up one day, throw your hands up, and be like, I don't know this sport anymore. I'm yeah. out, and just quit. Um, Especially with the Monty Bates that's, coming up. Yeah. Yes. Yep. And I think uh, my my read on the situation is that Roy and Kay and maybe others soon enough have have reached this point in their career where it it is now time, as you said, for another change. It is now time to you have to adapt to the transfer portal and the name, image, likeness, and and these other competitors of the G League and the overtime stuff. And either one, they can't, they just simply look at it and they're like, I, I can't do this. Yeah. I can't, like, I can only throw a fastball. You're asking me to, to throw a, mm-hmm. a, a slider. I don't know how to throw a slider. I can't do mm-hmm. it. I, I simply cannot do it. So I'm out or they can do it. And they deep down are like, I could do that, but I'm tired, man. Yeah. I'm tired. I've changed too much. I've, I've whatever. And yeah, that, I know. I remember that's something we talked about with Roy. Cause I, my mom retired recently and I remember talking to her about her retirement and she loves, she, she was a teacher forever yep. and she loved teaching. She still loves, uh, she still loves teaching. She still, she has grandkids. She loves teaching them stuff. She, she loves the act of teaching. What wore her down was that every year it felt like the, the administration, the school board, whatever would come to her and say, all right, this is the new way to teach. You have to learn this new way to teach math or history or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that she couldn't do it anymore. She's a great teacher. She's done it forever. It's like my I, I, my mom just said, I got to a point where I was like, I think I'm done. I think I don't want to learn how to do this new thing anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's not that I couldn't. It's just that I've I've changed so many times in my career. I think it's just time to hang it up. That's my read on yeah. it. What do you no, think? No, I think... It, do you think that's a, that's a, the right I think read? it's a literal rat race, you know, and not to not to make a joke about Coach K being a rat, but, like, I, I think that <laughs> I think that's what it is. You know, I think it's it's a rat race to nowhere, right? I mean, even if Coach K makes this pivot, like, what is he really... He's not going to win 11 championships, right? He's not going right. to beat John Wooden. That would be one of the things that maybe keeps him going if he's like, I got to do... He's already got the most wins. He's already got 23 first-rounders. He's already got a, two, two generational, maybe three generational stars if you include Tatum in that but he has Kyrie I saw and he has Zion. two billion two billion dollars over his career uh <laughs> guys that have played for Duke have made two billion dollars in the so, NBA so throw that into the so, stats so that well. that's another thing that Duke will you know put out there for the next 10 20 years on social media they are already the most influential social media account speaking of uh the Duke brand you know at large is you know looking great I think Kevin White and Coach K were sort of you know <laughs> They, they were two peas in a pod, you know, they were operating, you know, side by side. I think K you look around, right. And you're, you're the guys that you're familiar with, the guys that you have a rapport with Roy Williams, isn't there anymore. You know, there there's, there's like things like that, you know, that I think K looks around and says, it is what it is. Like I can go do whatever I want. There's a lot of coaches that are out there that are post coaching that I think even mm-hmm. like Steve Lavin who we, we've had on the show I mean look at his life I mean that you can have a, a second life post Fad Mata I mean Fad Mata I mean, sakes, his, like, Fad is, yeah, the, his setup at IU he's like this is the greatest incredible like, why did I incredible yeah. like that and that could be I mean obviously Kay's not going to do something like that I don't know what Kay will do to be quite honest with you but I know that he yeah. will have a hand in Duke basketball because at the end of the day the, the most important letter at Duke is K. I mean, and I say that uh, somewhat in jest, but Coach K is the guy. I mean, it's Krzyzewskiville. It's his program. I know Bill Foster made the title game with Mike Jaminski in 1978, but nobody else knows that. So, like, Duke is yeah. Coach K. It will forever be Coach yep. K. And that is, I think, what the legacy of Duke basketball would be. The question is, how, how will that affect actual basketball? Because Duke has been bad before, like, as a program. 
And, you know, what, what does that look like in the future? I don't know. And we can't kill them. They've been bad, but we can't. We just can't. I mean, Vic, Vic Bubis did all he could to get him to a title. He couldn't quite do it. So Kay was different. Kay got him five. He was the first. Uh, he got him over the hump. He got him into the five-star world, obviously. And you got Grant Hill, right? I mean, I think that the biggest legacy of Coach K is Grant Hill being at USA Basketball because that pipeline yeah. continues. John Shire can tap into Grant Hill. So a lot of people, I've seen people yeah. say that about Shire. They're like, oh, what's he going to do? He's got no cachet. And like, I, I agree with that at some level. But at the same time, you talk about networking and connections with Nike, with Team USA, Duke's going to be fine. Well, I mean, yeah, if K, if K still has his hand in the in the program, it's I think yeah. Shire's going to be fine with We'll uh, see if we'll see how know. much. You know what's funny about Power? It's with someone like Shire, I do think, you know, when he is the head coach of Duke, like he, you know, I, I he has a little bit of darty factor with him where I'm like I I want to see how he handles that because that's going to be going from a little to a lot. And I know a lot of people said he's yeah. He's been shouldering a lot of responsibilities of Coach K over the past few years, and this was quote-unquote as expected. No. It's different. It's different when you're the it's guy different. in the chair yeah. and yeah. Uh, the guy yeah. next to you is your teammate who you know who you, you were playing, what, like 10 years ago <laughs> together, mm -hmm. actually playing college yep. basketball in Nolan Smith, and uh, he's probably going to have to bring in an older assistant. I, I love that they used Tommy Amaker and Johnny Dawkins as like the – they were considered – you know, oh, thank you, Kate, Coach mm -hmm. K, that you considered yeah. them. So the official final Coach K successor power rankings is now up. John Shire number one, Tommy Amaker number two, Johnny Dawkins number three, um, yeah. Brad Stevens, Brad number Stevens number four, <laughs> the Devil number five. There you go. Who uh, should we start the John Shire successor power? Rankings? Honestly, we should. <laughs> is it too I think soon? We should. The way too early. The way too early. John Shire successor power. Rankings. I think that that would throw him for a real loop. I think he would somehow see that, uh, which would be great. John. Shire's my age, by the yeah. way. That's that's weird for me. That's what I'm saying. It's like like it's it's weird in a uh it's not weird in a uh like I can't believe this guy my age is accomplishing something like this and, and has this job and I mean th that's a little weird. It's more like underscores how little faith I have in John Shire and this job. That's <laughs> like and I know we've taken drastically different we've had drastically different lives and yeah. he's been sitting on the Duke bench for a long time and I was sitting on the Ohio State bench for four years as well. But the idea of a guy my age, and I mean, I, we we talk about like Will Wade like that. That Will Wade is like a handful of years older than me, and I'm like, that's yeah, this guy's a clown. Close. Like he's, yeah. he's I, I know this guy, I know exactly <laughs> who this time. I, I don't know Will Wade, but I know Will Wade. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. like I've I've played beer pong with Will yeah, Wade. Yeah, we, we know Will Wade. <laughs> we played golf with Will Wade. And this guy is the this guy is like turning college basketball upside down. Are you kidding yeah. me? Um, no, man, it's good. It's uh. We'll see. I mean, we will see. I was going to say, the sad part about it, at least, you know, you asked about the content aspect of it. Uh, I think if we're, we're going to stay in the Star Wars universe, um, you know, to go from Darth Vader to Kylo Ren is a real letdown. And I think we all know that, mm -hmm. you know. I think, you know, collectively, we all know Kylo Ren sucks, you know, and he's not interesting, and he just whines all the time. You know, I think we all know that. And that, to me... <laughs> Feels very John Shire, and look, I yeah. I'm okay to hate Kylo Ren, right? Like I'm I'm all in. It's just not going to be Darth Vader, and when it's and when I same. see Darth Vader, I, I'm going to be Leo on the couch on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know, when they cut to Coach K in the crowd, yes, there he is. <laughs> I know him. <laughs> Shire is Kylo uh, Ren. He, he, he's in he's in a tough spot. Well, I mean, obviously, but didn't wasn't K like thirty three when he took yeah, over? He, he was like young. the same age. He was young. 
the, the comparisons are going to be ridiculous. It's uh, I, I said on this I program once upon a time gra- that Duke wanted to have their own version of Brad Stevens and that the guy was John Shire, and this yeah. is this is it. I mean, this is their Brad Stevens. This is what Anytime you got serious for. about the Coach K successor rankings, Shire always was the one that you're like, I think you, you would have fun with the with the bit and say, like, Snyder, hey, where does Amaker yeah. fit in, and Quinn Snyder, and this and that, and Grant Hill, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Whatever. But the only one you're ever like really – really serious about was 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 shire i mean hurley there was for a moment wojo i think wojo uh, is probably a, the one that is the closest to yeah. the cliff today you know i think yeah. i think he's yeah i think he's had a really really rough day we need a wellness but, check on, on i wojo, mean let's be yeah. honest with you he should at least been in I, I i'm sure tommy amaker got a call i'm sure johnny dawkins got a call i'm sure kate did that i will give him the benefit of the doubt there even though i'm sure they were short phone calls but Wojo should have got a call because Wojo was like the original disciple. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. is one of those guys that was early on slapping the floor. Um, that was yep. the other thing with Kay's farewell tour. Do you think he should slap the floor everywhere instead of kissing the floor? <laughs> like the final thing that he does on Cameron indoors, he slaps the floor. You know, Roy kissed it. He slaps it. That was that. That's something that I'm looking forward to. I think there's a lot of nuance in the farewell tour. What the hell is Kay going to do, though? You mentioned yeah, it earlier. I don't know. We, we don't know what he's going to do. Roy, I know what he's going to do. He's going to golf. Yeah. He's just going to he's going to live golf, in Asheville. Uh, uh, yeah. Live in Asheville and golf. And that makes a lot of sense. And it checks out. And Roy seems Roy has always had a leisurely vibe. He's always had a yeah. uh, you don't have to worry about Roy in retirement. He can figure out the leisure life. What the hell is Kay going to do? What does, does, does Mike Krzyzewski have a single hobby? Mm. Mm. I don't know that he does. And maybe he does, but what is that hobby? What does he do outside of if he's not coaching? I, I think uh, in the same way that Vic Bubis started the Sun Belt Conference, I think that Coach K has a very he's a higher higher calling in college basketball. I, I don't think he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he he's too self important to completely remove himself from the situation. I think there's a world in which Condoleezza Rice is on the hot seat. And I think that the new Whoa. the new emperor of college basketball, the the new sensei, yes. uh, you know, the new Wizard of Oz, so to speak, is Coach K. And I think when we have issues where we got to figure out how to handle something, we go to Coach K. And uh, yeah, it's over, Condoleezza. It's time. It's over for Condoleezza. <laughs> it's over for Jay Billis. <laughs> yeah, as being the Man. guy we go to. It's Jay like Billis. Jay, make sense of this for us. And he's like, I'll tell you what, I'll make sense of this. I I, I will Here's say this: Jay Billis should have gotten a call. I I don't disagree. I mean, are you serious? Jay, Jay Billis Jay would have been if great. You, if you announce Jay Billis as the head coach at Duke, uh, it's it's making a move for me more than John. For Jair, sure, certainly. Like I, I, for I, sure. I am way I am way more interested in the program. I think they actually have someone that could lead the brand and lead young people. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. when you think of Coach K, I I joke and say he you know was no Dean Smith, whatever, whatever. But like when you got into Coach K's program, it was regimented. It you know there was a point to everything that you're doing, and like that kind of work will at least make you understand where it's coming from and have an appreciation for it and build good habits for the rest of your life. In my opinion, I'm not sure John Shire is an army guy cut from the same cloth. You know what I'm saying? So like yeah. Duke will look different no matter what without Coach KB in there. So I I, I don't I, I I simply do not see how John Shire will be successful at Duke to the to the standard that Duke has set. has expected. I mean he yeah. he. I mean, and how could he? Yeah, I, how I could he? Unless he's unless he, he's the he greatest possibly... coach ever, which I mean, there there is, I mean, the... <laughs> show me the track record of guys that are taking over for absolute legends and how well that goes, and it almost never is. Yeah, well. 
I can't think of, of when it I mean, the only points. time it went well was Bill Guthridge, and that's because Bill Guthridge was basically set up by Dean Smith to win championships, and he went to three Final Fours, you know what I mean? Like, And he and he and, retired at the end of that. It wasn't like he was there to actually you know, have this long, fruitful run. I mean, they're expecting Shire to be there for 20, 30 years and, yeah. and be the face of Duke basketball, and it worked once. The only time I can think of a guy being a predecessor was like Coach K and Bob Knight, but it wasn't even like that direct of a, a transition at Army. And they just kind of like he's in the coaching tree and yada yada yada. But like that's what you would hope Shire could be is is like a spawn of Coach K and the way that Coach K is a spawn of Robert Montgomery Knight, you know. And I don't think that he exudes the same. Like you're Co- right, he Coach doesn't. K is a tough mother. You know, like he's a tough dude. You know. Yeah. And so is Robert yeah. Montgomery Knight in a very military way. And I like John Shire. He's always been nothing but nice to me. But I'm just saying they don't exude the same. The strength is different, right? It, it comes out in different ways. And passive aggressiveness and you know things like that may be more common in the new world of Duke as opposed to the Coach K world of Duke. Because Coach K will tell you to your face, you suck. He will. Right. I know that people don't want to hear Like Coach K will straight up tell you that. And that you will never play. And you gotta, and like... <laughs> and. and it's not the worst thing in the world sometimes, you know, and I, I, I'm interested to see how that looks. So what about uh, you personally as a, as a guy mm. who grew up with uh, Roy Williams and Coach K playing such prominent roles in your life? And we kind of touched on it earlier that without Coach K, you're probably you're, you're literally not here doing a podcast mm. because the, the, that's what fueled your your passion <laughs> for college basketball was good versus evil. Both sides of yeah. it. Now, in the snap of a finger, both these guys are gone. Um, what what are your emotions as you think about that going into this season, mm. knowing that when you turn on, well, I guess K will be there, I, I, but you know what I mean. Okay, going into two seasons from now, when you turn on the TV, it's going to be John Shire and Hubert Davis mm-hmm. coaching against each other in a Carolina Duke game. It's going to feel very. Uh, I think there's going to be this period. Like I remember in 2001, 2002, I was younger. I was like nine, eight, nine, and I would you know, Carolina basketball sucked and I actually didn't have a real recollection of the best of times. You know, I would watch VHSs of Jerry Stackhouse and I'd watch VHSs of Rasheed Wallace. And I learned about those teams. I learned about Donald Williams. I learned about, you know, all of these earlier times, Rick Fox in 1980, you know, list goes on and on and on, but we sucked. So it was kind of this, Mm -hmm. this, uh, you know, it was a weird, I liked Maryland a lot when I was a kid. I think I've told you, I love Juan Dixon and those teams because Carolina was, and I think there's a chance that Duke Carolina has a weird swoon period in that sense. And that, that is Kentucky Louisville (laughs) is, is uh, licking their, that's a rivalry licking their lips. The Commonwealth is licking their lips. Go ahead. Let that be. Yeah, sure. Let that be the number one rivalry. Uh, I, I think the, like you said, I mean, my childhood has been Coach K being at Duke. It has been a very consistent theme. It has been, you know, when Roy Williams came in 2003, 2004, that has been very consistent. You know, you those are recognizable figures. I recognize the way that they play basketball. I think that is the, mm-hmm. the scariest part of the future uh, when I think about North Carolina Duke is because it made sense. It was kind of like a... You know, to put it in in hokey pokey terms for people at home in California terms, it was very grounding, you know, to watch North Carolina Mm -hmm. play Duke in basketball. It was very grounding to watch Coach K have a drive and kick offense and kick it out to J.J. Redick for a three-pointer. You know, it it made sense. And uh, I think that's the, the, the sad downturn of this is because something that made so much sense for, like you said, 40 years and across generations. And if you grew up, 
if you watched it once a year or twice a year, you kind of knew what it looked like. So it was a familiar territory. It's like watching the Nathan's hot dog contest, you know, for the casual fan. They're like, I don't, I don't get it, but I get it. You know, the pageantry of yeah. it all. I, 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 I know when I turn on the TV, what I'm about to see. I know that he's the Weasley boy, yeah. boys guy. Who's a really good yeah. coach. And I know he's like the good old boy, Southern coach. You know what I mean? It's like we, it was all recognizable. So I think that, in that sense, I will miss uh, what Duke Carolina was. I know that it will con- continue. It's the best rivalry in the world, so I know it'll be okay. But I think it does open me up, Titus, because, uh, you know, like I said, I- I've had to come on this podcast. I've had to be a mouthpiece for North Carolina. But now that I feel like I have – my watch has ended, you know, to put it in Game of Thrones terms, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> my-, my watch has ended. I am walking away from the wall. The Night King is behind me. I'm waving goodbye, uh, you know, say la vie. Uh, and, and as I'm heading south, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to figure out where the compass is leading me. You know, what, where, where am yeah. I being led? Uh, what do I care about? Because one of the things I do care about is UCLA basketball. We live in Los Angeles. The, res- Let's the go. resurgence of UCLA basketball. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I'm fascinated. I'm locked in. I want to see what that looks like. The Pac-12 in general. Gonzaga yep. is what I'm talking about, of course, in our version of the Pac-12. Yep. What did they look like in the future? Arizona, what do they look like with Tommy Lloyd? So West Coast basketball will have more of my attention than it may have in the past. I'll say that. Um, but in general, I'm excited about Coach K's farewell tour because this whole year, Titus, is going to be the uh, most obnoxious run we have ever seen yeah, in oh the history of television. Oh, it is going to be already- insufferable to the max degree and uh tune me in plug me in whatever you want to say because i'm locked in and i'm watching we are going to get the if you thought the trey young counter for espn was bad when trey amazing young, four minutes amazing. into the game how many amazings will he say that's the question oh my god they're gonna have the amazing counter yeah just at the the for for games that that duke's not even yes. playing in <laughs> just coach k drop amazing uh, it's bowling green versus ohio state and it's got a coach k amazing counter at the bottom. <laughs> they already had the cry on today. Coach K. That's what he wants. He wants like the ESPN bottom line to have a separate tab. That's not like there's golf, there's tennis, then there's Coach K. And he got that today. <laughs> he got it. Uh, any other thoughts? Is there anything anything else? I mean, I think I, we have plenty of time. That's the other part that, yeah. as we're talking about the farewell tour is that the good news is if, if there's something you want to say about Coach K that, that did not come to mind right now, you have a little bit yeah. of time. I, I, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about it a little I, more. I, I was think. gonna say we have a lot of transfer portal stuff to watch with them. We have a lot of um, draft like with the NBA draft this year. I feel like K is present. Like he he's gonna be very forward facing, obviously in this last two rows. So the the fact yeah. that we get to see that is gonna be very interesting. It is a little bit like you know Kobe's farewell tour. You know where Kobe was very much out in the public. Kobe was very open about, you know, high points, low points. He talked about a lot. I mean, I think Kay's going to be that way too. Um, I hope somebody asks about his back problems. It may have to be me. Mm. I may have to be that journalist. I'm not afraid. The ultimate the ultimate way all of this ends is Duke wins the national yes. title and you are in the post-game press conference and you ask Mike Krzyzewski, do you have a message for the yes. haters? And I think that I think that's when the show is retired. Yeah, yeah. I think college basketball ceases to <laughs> I exist. I look at, at the that camera point. and I just say, like Ferris Bueller, and I just say, you know, fucking Finn, like movie over at the end. <laughs> like we did it, we did it, America, we got him. <laughs> it was all it was all leading to this point, and it's 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 all over now. Uh, fi- my final thought, okay, Please. is uh, is something I said about Roy as well, which is how rare it is, and it doesn't feel rare now. The two guys have done it back to back. How rare it is for 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 any coach, really, but certainly legendary coaches uh, 
but yeah, any any coach to go out on your own yes. terms to say this is how I am choosing to step down. Um, Especially a Bob Knight disciple to go out on his own terms. Yeah, I mean, yeah. really, because I mean, you you look you look back on it, and most of the most coaches do not. They they are forced out through scandal, through whatever else. Yep. They they or they they lose too much, and it's it's time. That's that that's it's kind of what that happened at that motto. It was just like it's time. People just kept saying it's time. He's like, it's <laughs> he's time like for what? what do you mean? What are we talking about time? <laughs> and he's like, that it's time. It's it's time. He's like, what's happening right now? Why is everyone looking at me? Uh, there's always, it always feels like like these guys kind of get forced. I mean, we're seeing it ish ish. It's not going to happen, but like this, that sort of sentiment with Jim Beheim, yeah. for example, he's not getting forced out. He, but you know, if you if you put true serum in Syracuse fans and and had them take a survey, <laughs> how many of you, if if I snap my fingers and tomorrow Jerry McNamara was the coach how many of you are going to be upset about that? I mean, let's be honest. Like it's not a very high percentage are going to be yeah. upset. Going yeah. To, yeah. Um, so that, that is typically how this goes. And for Kay to be a, who he is the greatest coach of exactly. all time. I mean, as much as we, he, he, he will go down. Yeah. I mean, th- this he, year yeah, will solidify is, that as you hear the stories, uh, as it all gets put together, we will all leave and say, he's to the have, greatest. yeah, to have, uh, uh, Dean Smith get to go out on his own terms, yep. to have John Wooden get to go out on his own terms, to have Mike Krzyzewski get to go out on his own terms and Roy Williams go out on his own terms. Uh, that's cool. That's great. And I, I think that's a part of it that will be cool as, as nauseating as the farewell tour will be. That part of it is nice. And Kay deserves that. And, uh, now that I said that, and I was kind of nice to him. I can't wait to to roast his yeah, ass. On yeah, yeah. I, I mean, can't wait to go to Chapel Hill. It, exactly. Boom. I mean, and if you those coaches you just listed right there, I mean, those are in my opinion the top four coaches in college basketball history. Uh, you know, you could throw in obviously Bobby Knight is in that class. John yeah. Thompson, in my opinion, Big John is in that group of guys. Um, you know, the 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 list goes even like a John Cheney. I mean, Temple is one of those programs we talked about. You know, sleeping giants. Temple is a giant basketball program that never gets talked about. So like. There are so many great coaches that we have had that have either left the game or left this planet, you know, over the past year. And I think one, you and I, I think we're 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 so fortunate to have an appreciation or have learned from, you know, older people or have learned from our, you know, friends or through our own watching some of these great stories about these great coaches and, and what they represent and what they did for the game of basketball and have a reverence and a respect for it and uh, that is the sad part about losing someone like Kay because he connects generations and he connects, you know, you, you, yeah. you can learn about Denny Crum and you can say, who's Denny Crum? And you're like, well, he was an assistant for John Wooden. And then he beat Coach K the first time Coach K went to the national championship game in right. 1986. You know, it's like there were through lines that connect the generations and connect the game. And that's what's beautiful about the game. It's a way to connect people that are younger to the older generations. And um, that's what I'll miss most about Kay. But, but, but I want to make the point, Tate. Coach K, as big as he is, and he is the single biggest figure college basketball has ever mm. seen, ever. And bigger than John Wooden, bigger than, like, his influence on college basketball is unmatched. No one has come close to having as big of an influence on the sport as him. And college basketball is still bigger than yes. he is. And I want to make that point, too, that, like, it is a massive loss. It sucks. But, like, no one man is bigger than this sport. No one... And and you know yeah, John I, I Wooden is like, probably the only one that could ever have made that argument. And when he left, I mean, a lot of people were wondering what it would look like. And guess what? Four years after he left, we had the greatest you know national championship game ever between Magic and Bird. And then you know three right. years after that, Jordan hit a shot over Patrick Ewing's Georgetown team. Right. And then hey, right. guess what? The next year, NC State shot an air ball and got a dunk and won against Akeem a lot. You know what I mean? It's like 
Shoot the year. We, yeah, like, so the, it, it, the the the, le, the legacy will continue. We should say. Yes. Right. 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 That's 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 the, the I, I I you know people are so quick to call college basketball dead, <laughs> and certainly Mike Krzyzewski leaving would be would be a time that people might get excited yes. and say, "Is this it? It's time has, for the has, overtime has, league." Is, is, <laughs> Is the sport in good hands? <laughs> is it in good hands? And to that I say, Will Wade's hands yes. might be slimy, yes. but they are. Yeah, good. they're good for their money. And the yeah. content, the content is going to be great. Quick break to talk about our friends at Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Of course you do. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically, with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. Uh, what else? Do we, should we talk about Brad Stevens at all? I mean, it's yeah. kind of... it's it's. I, I want to talk about it just to mention that I don't really want to talk about it only because mm. uh, it's kind of irrelevant, isn't it? Like, it's kind of like... It's it's a bombshell of a story in that... But, but it's not... I, I The more I've thought about it today, like, it doesn't really affect what i have going like i, I don't know like it, yeah. brad stevens stepped down from the celtics i wake up to the news and i have it, the, the reaction as i steps perceive up it, steps, steps up. up yeah like what first of all explain that to me is this a this is a promotion where this you get is less a promotion. money yeah no you, you get a, more uh, he's getting more money he, he's getting more gms make more than or presidents I mean, make more I'm sure than the president coaches? makes more than the coach yeah I don't believe that. I don't. That doesn't I mean, make well, any sense well, to me. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I feel like Brad was making like two million, three million, four million a year, somewhere in that range. So I would assume President of the I, Celtics I, is making like ten million a year. I would assume. I mean, if that's the case, that's great for him. I, I thought he was like stepping up in title, stepping down in salary, and importance to the team actually, because the coach. Yeah. I don't know. I could name uh, how many how many NBA teams are there? Thirty two. Thirty. Thirty. That's right. Thirty two NFL. Um, of the thirty, I could probably name 17, 18 head coaches. <laughs> Name like probably three GMs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean the the um, only GMs that you're supposed to know are the ones that are like on Twitter, like Daryl Morey, right? Yeah. You know, I mean it's it's yeah. not really uh, a forward facing situation. I just can't believe that someone who claims to be you know this basketball coach savant that is you know the next Greg Popovich would want to do like that's you know paperwork. Like I can't believe he wants to do paperwork in a front office and that deal was with what, personnel. Moves. Yeah, I had I had, when I woke up to the news, it was it was split with with people bombarding me with their their reaction as it pertained to me because uh, first of all bless you the all Brad of, Stevens whisperer. Yeah, bl- yes. bless all of you that when you hear Brad Stevens name in the news you think of me that's uh I don't I I don't take that that's for awesome. granted I love you all for that um but half the people were like oh my god you were kind of right and I was yeah. like I don't I don't know how I was right but I liked it I liked that that's where your head's at and then the other half uh the 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 troll I mean, you, I mean in general we, you were right I mean he was not going to be the head coach of the Celtics yeah, that, at the well end of thank this you year. I appreciate that the <laughs> other half were like uh you're you, you're not only still wrong but Brad Stevens would rather not coach basketball at all than coach Indiana so you were like double wrong you're you're so wrong it hurts that like he would rather just straight up not be a coach. He would just quit the profession altogether than to go back to Indiana for $7 million a year or whatever it was. Um, and I, I, 
I, as I was digesting it all, I was like, I, I don't know. I kind of, I kind of am over it. I'm kind I'm, of. I am, I am a hundred percent over it. I think uh, here, here's my take, and I will say, you know, this is with no informed opinion on the situation. I don't know anyone. You know how Jeff Goodman tells everyone he knows everyone at the Celtics. I know no one at the Celtics, and yep. that is by choice. Um, and I will say, can this, you imagine I, if you did? I mean, yikes, <laughs> that would suck. I know Evan Turner. Uh, he's at the Celtics. Evan, come on the show. Let's talk this out. Evan, be it. the head coach. Take the be job. The coach, Take the yeah. job, Evan, please. Uh, I think if you look at it, I think Brad Stevens, one, has been wooed, whatever term you want to use. He has been, uh, whatever, steered, groomed, whatever the hell you want to say, by Danny Ainge. And he has yeah. convinced Brad Stevens that he is Danny Ainge 2.0. And I think, I mean, this is exactly what Danny did. Danny bumped up from the head coach because he wasn't a good head coach to the front office because he actually wanted to have more power over the players. And when you're the head coach, I mean, here's a little secret. When you're dealing with millionaires who already know how to play basketball, they don't need you a lot of times to tell them what to do. And in fact, you may have some moments where they headbutt with you because of those things. Yeah. yeah. So I think if you're Brad, you're probably like, I don't want Jason Tatum telling me to fuck off. I'd rather go to the front office. And if he tells me that, I can trade him. I can trade and him, therefore, yeah. I have the power structure of this. Like I, I, I think that is more of the move to me. And that, to me, is even puts NBA basketball in a sadder place that like basketball is that irrelevant to the equation that Brad Stevens would rather yeah. be making personnel moves than deal with actual basketball. So, because that's what matters. Just most my opinion. The, that's what matters yeah. most in the NBA is the personnel moves, not the actual exactly. basketball. Um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's a little confusing. I, in terms of like, uh, it's the mo it's more shocking to me than coach K retiring. It you kind of, it is to me, yeah. It, it yeah. is to like, me as well I, I, because I, I, that was that threw me more for a again. I mean, I obviously had kind of an idea the K thing might be happening. I didn't know it would be today, but like the the Brad Stevens things, I still don't understand it. I still do not understand what he's going to do because Danny Ainge, for all intents and purposes, is going to go to Utah and work with the Jazz. So now Danny Ainge is going to be a front office with the Utah Jazz, competing probably. against you. Yeah. Like not directly, you're not conference rivals. He, and, but and now, at the same and time now he's going to be recruiting you to to do a trade with him to get Jason Tatum to Utah to play with Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> right. Like you know what I mean? Like it to me, it feels like very much like a Danny Ainge plant as opposed to like a Boston Celtics or a Brad Stevens move. And that's the only thing that's ever frustrated me about the Brad Stevens stuff. I don't know anything personally, but it does feel like a lot of decisions have been influenced or steered or whatever right. by Danny Ainge, and that's not really the Brad Stevens I thought that we had it's confusing so. that the narrative for why he turned down the indiana job is that he didn't want to deal with all the fluff what he wanted to do is coach he wanted to yeah. he wanted he to wanted build to the relationships yeah. he wanted to just do x's and o's <laughs> at the highest level exactly to to, to, to test his to test his worth against the, the the best of the best and just get right down to it and watch the film study the film put his guys in a position to win that is play some chess against the greatest minds, the best, right? greatest basketball minds. Like that was the reason he didn't want to go to IU because if you exactly. go to IU, you are now you have to recruit, you have to politic, you have to mm -hmm. log into you the transfer the people, portal. Please. Yeah, all that garbage. He doesn't want to do it. So if that became the narrative, how the hell do we wind up here where we're at today, where Brad Stevens wakes up and suddenly all the stuff that he supposedly loved about his job so much in Boston <laughs> is gone, and now you're back to doing all the fluff bullshit where. You are pulling up spreadsheets and, and comparing contracts with this guy yeah. and that guy, and having you're taking phone calls about how much is Grant Williams worth? Is yeah. for, who, can we throw Grant Williams in with this trade? Does that get us under the cap if we did? Yeah. Like, is that what Brad Stevens wants to do? I guess yes, but I don't think so. And that's my I guess the reason it's relevant to us, and the reason we should uh, I, I do did want to talk about it quickly is Brad Stevens hasn't coached his last game. 
Exactly. That, There's no way. Yeah. There, yeah. I'm not saying it's going to be at Indiana University when Mike Woodson goes to a couple Final Fours and then decides to ride off into the sunset and Brad Stevens takes over for him in five or six years. I'm not saying that. If someone else wants to say that, I might mm-hmm. retweet you. I might throw you a like or something. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, whether it's another NBA bench, whether it is like, I mean, people are making the joke that it happened today where, where Shire takes over for K and, and or is announced as the replacement for K and Stevens steps that I guess Stevens is going to take over when Shire gets fired in four years yeah. or whatever. Like yeah. maybe that's maybe he goes he stays at the NBA. Maybe he hires himself back as coach when uh Jason Kidd doesn't work out or whatever. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. but I refuse to believe that we've seen Brad Stevens coach his last basketball game of his life. That's not that that can't be true. That's just I mean I, I agree 100% and I will say I know the Jason Kidd stuff is getting a lot of steam. Jason Kidd would absolutely dominate a room with him and Brad Stevens. Yeah. And I, I just don't see that working. You know what I mean? And that, that's the other yeah. part of this whole equation. I mean, the, these are, this is, I mean, this is a, he's getting into a game where he's dealing with Pat Riley. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like you're dealing yeah. with some of like the basketball Illuminati. Like you're dealing with Michael Jordan. Like you're dealing with Mitch Kupchak. Like you're dealing with basketball <laughs> minds that are going to be, like you were, you were, you were bait, you were bait, you were brim, you were whatever to these guys. And I, I, if Danny Ainge doesn't take another job, then I feel better for Brad. Cause that means it's kind of like, he's, you know, helping in some capacity most likely. But if he does go to Utah, like some people have speculated and, and becomes a president there, I mean, they've thrown him to the wolves, you know what yeah. I mean? And then I, I hope that Brad, if he really wants to coach comes back, I could also see him having this you know, moment where the game is not recognizable to him. So he says, Hey, I want to work with the spreadsheets and I like numbers and I like building teams on paper. You Do know what, what I mean? What, whatever Beeline's doing with the Pistons. What is yeah. what, I, what the hell's his title? Like, the director, director of player development. Player development. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, maybe that's, you know, he's more in line of those types of things. I don't know, but I know that he's a great basketball coach. I think it's actually bad for American basketball that he's moving into a front office role. I know nobody probably here's, will say that. Here's the ultimate. Here's what Brad Stevens <laughs> should do. Here, I, I have it. I have it figured out. This because th- this makes almost too much sense. Hmm. Head coach of the United States national team, and that's yeah. his full time job. That should that's be his full time job. That would be amazing. He that doesn't would be amazing. do. Uh, it's like Nothing soccer. Else. It's like yeah. soccer. Like the soccer national team coaches don't coach. Uh, to, to my knowledge, it's not like the guys who coach the national, the English national team, is also like Man City's coach. No, it's no, like no, you're, no, no, you're the coach of the the national team. Make Brad Stevens. That's your full time gig. You are the coach of the national team. You figure out how we just we we wreck shit at all these international events, whether it's the Olympics, the FIBA, U eighteen, U twenty one, yeah, every level. You're it. Yeah. You're the head honcho. You are. Yep. You represent the United States. That, you that's are captain. You are captain Stevens. Yep. And because uh, Popovich is doing it now, right? He took over for K. And it's a disaster. Yeah. It's not what Pop Pop doesn't want to do it, and and I don't think I don't like the idea of a college like when K was doing it, he was great. Obviously, they the redeem team, and they they bring us back and they, whatever. But it was also a little like you know it, it, it was, was a little dirty and hoagie. It yeah, was like what are we yeah. doing here? We we got a you know the the he, he uses it for recruiting and it just felt a little dirty the whole situation yeah, didn't yeah. love it pop it feels like he doesn't he's like do i have to do i really have to do that i don't want to when he's also stadium. i mean he plays and competes against these guys that he is now right. coaching so it's kind of that weird like Kaden at least competed against them so it's like a lot of these guys are like i don't want this dude to know like my moves and my right. <laughs> like you know right. what i mean there's like a weird 
And yeah. so you, you, I, I don't think a college coach should do it because recruit for the recruiting purposes, it's like kind of, it's blurring too many lines and it's, it's kind of gross. And I, is. that, that is yeah. what college basketball recruiting already is, but come on, let's not be that on the nose about it. Yeah. I don't think the NBA guys should do it for reasons you just brought up, uh, which leads who, who should coach these teams, Brad Stevens, and he should make his full-time job. Um, I love this idea. He's he's scouting for the teams instead of like the Olympics come around and we just kind of throw a team together because we're so much talent, more talented than all the other countries. So let's just like, just who's available, who wants to do it. All right. Yeah. Look up the all-star list and all the ones with American flags next to them, invite them and figure (laughs) it out later. Like Brad Stevens is cultivating the relationship with the players. He is, he is selling the idea of playing for the red, white, and blue at, at international events. He's 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 handpicking. You know what I mean? He's handpicking his it would, guys. It would and, be it would be a very very smart move for everybody involved. Because I don't know. at the end of the I day, I, like, who, I mean, Popovich. It was always the rumor that Stevens would be the pre, you know the 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 one to the successor to Popovich, and he can't do that if he's in a front office. Let's just be exactly. honest about it. Like, exactly. That's, it's it's such a turnoff to me. Like I already didn't like Brad Stevens after Indiana, uh, after the whole Indiana deal. Like I definitively, like I said on this podcast, I stamped it down. I called him a weasel. I said I said he should go to Duke and he'd be perfect for K. I still think he's in that world, and I still like I want to save him is what I'm saying because I think the Brad Stevens that I thought I knew, the one that I saw take two you, Butler teams right to the title, I, I that guy that 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 kid at the time he said he was a kid he wasn't because you know he turned into a man when he went to Boston but well, yeah that that kid, kid, asshole, yeah. yeah that that kid at the time that was someone I believed in that was someone that I saw that loved the game of basketball and uh yeah like you said making excel spreadsheets and trying to come up with uh how to package the time lord and grant williams to get two first round picks from the thunder uh does not seem like that's a not, good use of his that's time that's not it that's not yeah. it and if he coaches the national team I I feel like that scratches the itch. That's what you're supposed to. You're you're, you're... dude. And if you, and if you're an under sixteen kid that's you know playing USA basketball, you get into camps and you have Brad Stevens teaching you clinics. That's great for American Done. development. You know what I mean? Done. Like that. That's that, that's, that's that, what we that need. That feels like that's exactly what he wants. And then on top of it, like coaching these guys on the international stage, it it does have more of a college feel to it, or like a yeah. the 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 love of the game feel to it. And he has more of a respect from those guys because they're like, I remember you coached the Celtics. You went to the Eastern Conference Finals three out of four years, yada, yada, yada. You know what I mean? He already has the cachet now. The the politicking goes out the window because no, he's not putting guys on the team that he's trying to sign to Boston or he's not leaving guys off because he's just like, your job is just put together the best team and go kick ass and, and he would be great at it. So Brad, if you're listening, guess what those are? Personnel moves. If he wants to make personnel moves, I mean, do it with Team USA. That's a no-brainer. That's a no-brainer. I yeah, just please call him. I know that you're you're in the coaching Brad, tree, yeah. so please um, give Brad a well, call. Well, that's a great question. Uh, <laughs> I I was in the Brad Stevens coaching tree and the Thad Mata coaching tree. Thad Mata mm. is no longer a coach. Brad Stevens is no longer a coach. Do their coaching trees still exist? Is the question? Yes, Tate. they do. They okay. Do. There's they're, they're I was alive worried. and active. I was gonna have to call Jeff Bowles and say, "I congratulations, you, you." I'm now in I your mean, coaching like, tree. It, it, it's kind of like is Hubie Brown's coaching tree alive? Of course, you know what I mean. That's like a good Hubie, point. Hubie that's Brown's a, good a commentator, point. but the coaching tree is alive. So I, I think that's where we stand. I'm, I'm more. I, I think I'm just upset for Brad Stevens. I, I, I think he's been, you know, like in Space Jam when Michael Jordan's threatened to be trapped on Moron Mountain. I feel he's, like he's, on he's trapped on Moron, yeah. Moron Mountain, and we're all like coming to watch the show and. We're just it's like, worse Brad. than Moron Mountain. It's Boston. Let's be honest. Like that's worse than yeah. It's more. It's <laughs> morons right. with no mountains. That's, 
it's even worse oh man no it's uh I, I do you don't think know. I, do you I, think I, brad I, do you think brad was fired up about Kyrie stomping on the logo sorry yeah, i had to ask was. yeah he, he was, he's seen enough he's like this game has passed me by i can't take it anymore back in my that, day that was a funny quote whoever put that together that fake uh the fake danny Ainge reaction oh yeah <laughs> i saw that i saw that, that too that was great that was really good i uh um, we they, they, someone should do something with that you know snl somebody that makes funny stuff you know maybe maybe us one day but right now one day. we're just doing emergency podcast emergency <laughs> podcast, so. anything else is that it we're, we're gonna be back tomorrow we're, we're still recording a normal show tomorrow but uh yeah this was this was just a uh, audio only for the people emergency podcast um it was very fun i do you have any last thoughts like what is the what's the next thing uh the next mile marker i i should say for coach k farewell tour like what are you looking forward to like what do you what do you think will be the next hat to drop is it like a five-star committing is it you know what 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 is, uh, it? Yeah. is it is it john shire adding grant hill to his staff i mean not not gonna be grant hill because he's team usa but adding yeah, someone of that point. to his staff you know what i mean like we got we got a lot of chess moves that have to be made shire right. has to hire somebody uh, that has cachet. I don't they know have, who it is. They have though. no 2022 recruits, right? Zero. They have no zero commitments. Maybe you look at that. Maybe you you figure something out there. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's a transfer portal. I haven't I haven't logged into my transfer portal in a few weeks. Uh, I need to, I, I need to I'm, see I'm waiting for on. coaches to to call me. I'm actually waiting for my Will Wade Zoom. That's uh <laughs> that's the one I need. I'll check the transfer portal, see what's going on there. Maybe uh maybe one of those guys will commit to Duke. But yeah, yeah. that's a great point. There's there's got to be uh, some chess pieces that start moving and um. I don't know. I don't know what those are going to be. It'll I be, think Johnny Dawkins might come back as an assistant. Mm. That's a. Uh, I I know mm. that a lot of people are like, "There's no way" because he loves Central Florida and yada yada. But I like Aubrey's already gone through school. Uh, he had that moment, you know, against Duke, and you, I I think he's loyal enough to go back. You know what I think the first big thing is going to be is uh, in July, maybe August. Mm. Um, it'll be august i'm I'm marking it now though it'll be august k will have like a, a get together at his house of a lot of former players oh yeah pool party the, the picture there will be a picture put out of just say the brotherhood and <laughs> and all the old all the old heads will be there yeah. some of the young guys will be there and uh the, it, it, that'll that'll officially kick off k farewell tour season is uh the get together at k's house this summer that uh, yeah book it My- there that's my my, prediction. my my thing that I think we should do on the show, and we'll go ahead. I'll put it out there. I think we should have guys come on the show and tell one story. I uh, I think Ryan Kelly is one. I think I could reach out to. Uh, we got to figure out McRobert. Like we got to get oh, some of these great. guys to come. That would on. be so good. That, that, yeah. That's our version of the farewell tour. You know what I mean? We have one Duke guy come on and tell a case story. Uh, and it has to be bad. Those are the rules. Uh, Those it has are to definitely be rules. I don't <laughs> want to hear about how story. he turns you into a yeah. man or none of that. None of that. <laughs> Get I, that out I, of here. No PR pieces. Uh, tell me something that he did to you to make you cry or to to, <laughs> <laughs> to make you call him a bad word. Uh, whatever it is, uh, you have to come on the show. What so, insult did he call you yes, that would get yes. him canceled? <laughs> Dude, here's the segment. What did Kay say? Question mark. And it's just behind us. What did Kay say? We explained the oh, scenario. I love it. We set it up. Ryan Kelly. What did Kay say? Um. Before we go, I want to quickly shout out uh, Damian Lillard only because uh, oh, yesterday, yeah. yesterday we recorded a show and uh, I, <laughs> I it was Dame, perfect. I it called perfect. Dame Time. For, Dame Time was number four on my fraud power rankings, and I said not Damian Lillard. <laughs> the concept of Dame Time, the concept mm. of Damian Lillard, Lillard taking over at the end of the game, and then that very night, uh, which was last night, he uh, 
the most insane shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> Twelve was, three pointers. Uh, I was in a cackling game. every time one of those <laughs> shots go ahead. I was just cackling, laughing. I was like, "This is so perfect." That two hours ago, I was like, "Fraud, fraud." I mean, it, it, the, <laughs> the timing couldn't have been any funnier. Well, I will say you were actually right because they did lose the game. So, I mean, if anything, like Dame oh, time, like, uh, yeah, Dame yeah. time is fraudulent. If you're talking about, well, there W's, you go, because Dame uh, Damian Lillard goes one for ten in game four and they win. Yeah. And then he goes nuts in game five, and they lose. So yep. are we sure? Are we sure Dame time is good? And necessary? no, you. I, I think that you were right <laughs> on the right path there. I, I will say that the coolest part of that whole experience is one that like we had to watch LeBron in a in a garbage time blowout on national like primetime TV. Meanwhile, this amazing game is going on. <laughs> like half the country couldn't watch it, and then people were yeah. like, "Yeah, the NBA ratings suck." It's like, well, <laughs> yeah, if that game was on TNT, I think they'd be okay. You know, I know that LeBron brings all the eyeballs. But man, Jokic versus Dame is pretty awesome. Uh, and yeah, it's a great that's, series, man. Yeah, it's I've, a great I've series. Loved, I've been I've watched every game so far, and that's I will saying. continue to watch. And they've been the, staggered. So you, I've been flicking back and forth between Lakers and yeah. the, in those games, but uh, they they deserve better than this. <laughs> Both yeah, of those teams yeah. They, 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 I I I guess that's one thing we took for granted is the Hawks being better. Trey yeah. Young being awesome has now bump the Hawks up in terms of interest to because yeah. the, the, the Hawks and the Raptors were forever the NBA TV teams you knew yeah, they were going to make the playoffs yes but you also knew you could just throw their asses on NBA TV because no one <laughs> yeah, wants to watch Raptors for sure the poor Raptors yeah no one wants to watch the Raptors no matter how good you are the Raptors no would sweep watch... the Hawks and then like they would play Cleveland the next series and everyone's like this team sucks it's like sucks. did you watch the last series they were amazing <laughs> no the Hawks would get one seeds and everyone's like I don't want to watch Jeff Teague and Kyle Korver I'm sorry I just don't they had four no, all-stars people were like don't. I don't want to watch it it's kind of like Utah right now, honestly. It's like people yeah. are so dismissive. I'm like, they're still the best record in basketball. I mean, yep. and I say that as someone who said the Grizzlies was going to win the series. So it's, uh, you know, that's the life we lead. But it's been good. We got good basketball. We got good storylines. I mean, we couldn't have asked for a better lead into next season, by the way. So shout out to Coach K. As far as the Love teaser, yeah. <laughs> like we, we have an entire year of free content thanks to you, Coach K. So Fantastic. That's what Vader would do. All right, uh, that's it. Congrats to Coach K uh, kicking off farewell tour season. We we are excited for it. Um, and congratulations to Brad Stevens on getting a promotion by not getting a promotion, but also getting a promotion. Very boo. That's my first boo. Before I, I gotta get ready for <laughs> K's boo in the Dean Dome, but my first boo will be to Brad Stevens. Boo. Brad, go take over Team USA. Uh, we'll we'll see you guys uh, Friday. We're still doing a normal show. We're gonna record one tomorrow. So see you guys Friday.